This is Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, the best PlayStation podcast on the entire internet. If you're looking for a different PlayStation podcast to listen to than mine, you probably want to listen to podcasts beyond. But if you need a PlayStation podcast even after that, then you're in the right place for PlayStation experience. Have yourselves a very good time. Welcome to the land of long-lived play, where greatness is always waiting. Welcome once again to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, as always, your boy Dad Ninja Dev, and I am back with the original OG regular crew today. First up is my main man, a man himself, Mr. Delvin Cox. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. We had to get those bums out of here from the original team. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Y'all holding us back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, we really enjoyed having Justin and Seth on. It was it was good times. I don't think we have laughed that much on a show in a while. So, again, thank you to them for just coming out to the show. Thank you for Justin for coming back for the post uh, show or whatever you want to call that. The post um, showcase show. Post showcase show. That yeah, yeah. You go. See, I, it's it's too early for words today. That other voice you heard is uh, the Platinum Princess, as usual, Ms. Haley Nicole Miller. How are you doing this morning? Good. Very excited to rub the fact that I do actually have, in fact, a PS5 pre-order paid off in full, and Delvin does not. Dang. Fuck you, Haley. <laughs> I was trying, I was trying I to curse this episode, but you brought it out. <laughs> We beat, we beat last week's record. I didn't even do it. Wow. Strong words. Uh, Strong words from a man I was, with no PlayStation pre-order. Not at all. I was, uh, I, uh, yeah, so for reference, two of us on this podcast have pre-orders. So yes. I mean, I have one waiting. Technically, I never actually put a pre-order in. I just happen to have friends and places that can make things happen. Yeah. Uh, so for reference, I had a Walmart pre-order, but they don't take the money out until it ships. And I wasn't taking that bet. So went to EB Games the next morning, uh, waited in line. I was literally first in line. They had five total for that store. Wow. Um, wow. There were 25 people in line. <laughs> So, so, uh, they pulled the five of us into the store. I paid for the, uh, console and the media remote. Shut up about Roku. I do not care. Um, (laughs) I knew that was going to be a rebuttal. Um, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. You complain about the apps. You paid how much for that remote? 40 bucks. You know how much Roku is? Not I forty bucks. Care. Forty it's bucks. You can get Roku for thirty bucks. In some okay. cases, you get it for twenty bucks. I don't even use the yeah. smart features on my TV. I literally just use them all on my PlayStation. So yeah, but you could use the ones on the Roku, and then also be able to have all the apps you complain about not having access to. Yeah. I mean, what would it matter? I probably couldn't access half of them anyways because they require a U.S. address. Get a VPN. Got to get a VPN and make it a day. That's too much there, effort. There are, there are really there that's are ways. Minimum effort. Really. 
whatever. Not, I, not even a Deadpool maximum. That's just that's it, lazy even for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, me talking. <laughs> no, it's not. It's literally just I have a lot of digital content that I would like to watch, and if I get a VPN, I can't watch it. So that's also it it is especially on the playstation store i own a lot of videos on playstation video you don't have to always go through the vpn yeah you cut it off every time i've tried like i've used one before and it literally didn't work like that so yeah you don't have to always use the vpn regardless but that's a that's a conversation for another podcast yeah that's a conversation (laughs) for game tech isn't it yes Yes, also uh just again, I have a PS5 pre-order and Delvin does not. Fuck you. And fuck PlayStation for that matter. Pieces. Hey, yes. hey, yes. to be fair, they came Absolutely. out and apologized, but... Uh, fuck the apology. apology. We're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about that later. Give a damn about the apology. We're definitely going to get into that. Fuck real. that although, the apology. Although I will say, hey, Sony, why can't I pre-order Miles Morales digitally on the store yet? Where you at? Come on. You just... I'm waiting to give you more money. Hello. <laughs> they 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 clearly don't have their shit together. So don't worry. They're gonna say they're gonna let you know, and then just randomly come out, and the pre-orders for the digital version is gonna sell out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. For for yep. reference, uh, I said I was gonna get the digital edition. The store didn't have any. It was all disc. So yeah, and I got the disc based edition too because apparently the digital editions are also extremely rare. They just don't have a lot of I, them. They're trying to push everybody to the disc based. I mean, that was the Which one I had on pre order for Walmart, yeah. but you know, I'll uh, I'll take having paid it off and not having to worry about it. So, uh, uh, we've had that discussion too. There, hey, there, there are ways. Hey, but guess what? Guess what? You don't gotta worry anymore. I paid it all off. I just go pick it up when it comes out. If it comes out. Yeah, Fucking I mean, with Sony. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so. Yes, I'm still very salty with Sony. I'm just... I mean, I'm of course. Sure, it was a shit show. It was horrible. Yeah. It's not even just a shit show of the pre-orders. It's just... It's so much. It's so much. How about uh, taking eight months to give us information? See, I don't even care about that. You like, don't, I'm but Delvin and I do. I'm fine with them taking, you know, this year is, this is, this is peak 2020. All right. This is this the shenanigans of 2020. I understand. We waited all this time to get the dates and stuff out there, but it's the lies, the, the misinformation that has me so frustrated and salty at PlayStation. But again, I'm getting all that once we get into our news. But for now, Let's get into what we've been playing. We'll start with you, Haley. What have you been playing this week? Uh, Tony Ox Pro Skater uh, 1 and 2. I uh, 100%ed Tony Ox Pro Skater 2 um, this this week. So, finished all the levels. You got all the gold medals. Uh, unlocked the two bonus levels. Um, there's like an entire half of the first bonus level you unlocked that I have no idea how to get to. So that's fun. Um, and then I skate heaven, which for those that don't know, to unlock skate heaven, you have to 100% both THPS one and two and get all gold medals in the entire game. Um, you get chopper drop the same way, but, um, 
you have to beat Chopper Drop for two minutes before you can get to Skate Heaven, so I don't understand <laughs> how that works. Um, regardless, there's the, there's alien plushies. Sorry, I had to take a breather. Uh, there's alien plushies in this game that unlock a secret character. I have 17 out of 19 of them. Uh, I know where one of them is. It's in the volcano in Skate Heaven. I can't reach the volcano, even after opening the volcano, um, because there's a trick to that, too. Uh, so, you know, just still working on that. And uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, still playing that. I'm uh, level 14, halfway to 15. Uh, just doing all the side quests I come along, all the fashion quests, you know, as you do. Uh, jumped into Avengers for a little bit again this week. I didn't do any missions, I just jumped in to grab the free challenge points. So, uh, my Black Widow challenge card is the furthest at 36. Nice. Um. Nice. And other than that, uh, I've just been watching Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and started rewatching The Walking Dead because it's spooky season. Uh, the Walking Dead. They just announced that's ending yeah. next year, so. Finally. Uh, hey, hey, ago. guess what? Mm, love The Walking it, Dead. Love it's... Uh, it's kind of ending. It's not really ending. I mean, yeah, there's still Fear the <laughs> Walking Dead, the new Beyond Walking Dead spinoff that starts in October. Uh, they announced a Carol and Daryl spinoff show, so you know those two are surviving the final season. Um, yes. And also, uh, there's a an anthology. Movies. There's the Rick Grimes movies and an anthology series uh, following like different characters each week. Uh, yes. That's been announced as well. So there's that. And the Rick Grimes movie is supposed to be a trilogy, by the way. Yes, so, exactly. So so it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Good Lord. What's dead may never die. I mean, that's the whole point of zombies. So, Well, that that's a quote from a different show. but And the game's coming out next week, I think. Based oh, on the TV yeah. show. The VR one, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's long in the tooth. Goodness gracious. Did the comic book finally end too? I mean, yeah, it ended comic earlier ended. this year. But to be fair, yeah. it ended 110 issues before it was supposed to because he had ordered a 300-issue run and it ended at uh, 192 out of 300. Yes. Sounds like it was a uh, time. It was yeah. not, actually. He just didn't want to write it anymore. That, that means it was time. It was I not. I think... I think there's spinoff series of the comics coming out too. I know there's one that I just um, got recently of, of Negan. Yeah, ne- Negan lives. Yeah. Goodness, what have you been playing, Delvin? Short and sweet. Two K Battlegrounds. No, it's garbage, oh, right? I keep seeing that game, and it looks like fun. Actually, I'm I'm mixed on it. I played. Okay. That's, I haven't had a chance to play much of it. I played three rounds, essentially. It plays like an arcade game. It's fun to play. Like something like um, like the old WWE arcade games mixed with a little mm-hmm. bit of the 2K funness of games. It's it's good. It's solid. But I, I said this, I say this for a reason. I said three. I played three different ver- rounds of it. The first time I played it, smooth out of hitch. Had a blast playing it. The second time, so damn glitch. This is on PS4 Pro. So damn mm-hmm. glitchy and freezing, I couldn't even complete the game. Oh wow! And the third time I played it, it was okay, 
but I was still having a little bit of hitches and stuff in it. I feel like this is a game that I see why it's thirty nine ninety nine. But if you if you were to play any game that's not for the WWE fans, just more for people who want to play a fun kind of fighting game, like a family brawling game together, mm-hmm. this kind of feels like that type of game. Like if you're a two K, if you're like a wrestling fan, you're not gonna play this for like the sim and the story mode and stuff like that. Like other two K games have in terms of like two, NBA two K has the season and stuff, and WWE two K series has that too. This one doesn't really have that. It has a story mode, but it's loosely based on stuff. And a lot of this stuff isn't even animated. It's like comic panels that kind of like PS2 comic book panels. and stuff. So you have to read and press wow. the button to go through and stuff. But it's it's a fun game. It's just, it needs work. <laughs> it, it, like, it needs to be polished. It, it doesn't feel like so it's, it's all the way done. Like the, like the WWE version of like NBA Playgrounds. Yes, exactly. Hit it right uh, I know Jim Sterling because I just watched his video on it this morning. Said that uh, it uh, it feels really grindy, and that they deliberately made it so that you don't earn enough credits to unlock everything to entice you to spend money, which of course you don't have to do. Um, and also that um, for some reason they split the roster, so um, you can't play like. <clears throat> Becky Lynch or whatnot with any of the male wrestlers. So anytime he's trying yes. to find a match as Becky Lynch or any of the female wrestlers, nothing. He's literally sat there waiting for hours trying to get a match as one of them. So you literally can't use half the roster. I'm glad you mentioned that because they did something weird in this game. I'm like, this is really weird. When you go to exhibition, right? Like, you know, an exhibition matches, you play one match mm-hmm. off. Yeah. They've yeah. separated it, the rosters. So it says men's exhibition yeah. and women's exhibition. So you have to actually, like, if you're not paying attention, it doesn't really distinguish them enough where you can tell, okay, this is the women's roster, this is the men's roster. So if you're not paying attention, you'll click on it and be like, this is not the roster I wanted. <laughs> and you have to go through it and figure it out. It's really weird how they did it. They could have just put them both together and just let you pick who you want to pick. And if, even yeah, if they didn't want you playing men versus women, they just don't let you pick the, pick the men. It just feels weird the way they made it. I don't even understand why they separate the roster out like that for an arcade-style game. Like, it really yeah. shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. Um, you would think that it being, like, just an arcade wrestling game and not a sim one, that I they mean, would just go ahead and let the men and women wrestle together. Like, it shouldn't really matter. You can feed people the alligators in this game. Why are you separating the roster between men and women? Shouldn't really matter. Man, 2K is just 2K is just messing up lately. I feel like everything that they've done as of late has just been a hot pile of garbage. The oh. WWE games have been bad. The the NBA 2K has been plagued with all kinds of bugs and issues and people just not being happy with the product. I just they tripping. They need to get their shit together. Yeah. Ugh. Lord of mercy. Have you have you you haven't jumped back in the NBA 2K at all? No, not really. I've been so busy I haven't had a chance to get back into it. I'm I'm gonna get back into it. What I played I like, but it like it's just like playgrounds, buggy as hell. It's ridiculous, man. Da, da, I, mean, I know da, these da, games da, have da. a shorter Yeah, I, I know these games have a shorter turnaround cycle, but man, like it just feels like as of late the sports games are just extra buggy which is another reason why i think they need to go to some kind of like live service model instead of 
trying to really re release a new game every year just you know make it make it a madden subscription so they can just keep iterating updating fixing the game and then once the new year comes out you re your subscription you get the newer roster but they can still continue to just iterate on the game and have a platform instead of having to try to create a new game every year with such a short you know development I, f- I feel like 2k is a company that could split up their nba and their WWE teams and like three teams and do like they do call of duty like one team works so. up but it doesn't seem like they're doing it it just seems like they're just all right let's turn it around let's do the same thing we did last year and just add something or take something away from it and it doesn't work yeah they need to get that shit together big time as for me the only thing I've been playing is Avengers. I actually rolled credits on it uh, two days ago. I just haven't played much of anything as of late. I'm just kind of in that lull period where I could go through backlog stuff or play something, but kind of just like, I don't know what I want to play right now. Kind of got that gamer paralysis. You I know? saw you playing Horizon. Uh, That was me just running tests. I, I didn't actually play. I was uh-huh. just running benchmarks. I wanted to see... um. Because they had a new patch or whatnot, yeah, so I just yeah. wanted to benchmark the PC and just kind of see, you know, how how it's performing. It still doesn't perform on a level that I'm really happy with. So we'll see how they just keep patching. Plus, the way I want to play, I need I need a, probably a better graphics card. It's the 1080 Ti is getting a little long in the tooth. I uh, so I know you had no luck. Okay. I know you had no luck uh, getting pfft. the. Uh... Nobody has a 3080. They don't exist as far as I'm concerned. They're not real. <laughs> I did buy a new processor though. I yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> 900K. So I'm like, my, you know what? We'll do that now and get the the graphics card later. My laptop has an i7 700. So yeah, that, so, is. that was a good processor. Yes, we know. It was Delvin. a top of the line processor three years ago. Four yeah, years ago. we uh we know you don't know what that means, Delvin. That's okay. Nope. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Either way, yeah. Only thing I played is Avengers. Brand credits. I really enjoyed that story. I didn't expect it to be as much story, additional story stuff that opens up like different, um, yeah, campaign type missions that just kind of lead into more story about what's going on. That I didn't expect at the end. So that does have you know some good enticement to actually jump back in. But I, I kind of, I don't know. Like I, I think just with the the Sony press conference, all the stuff that happened afterwards. Like I'm just kind of soured on playing games right now. I'm just. Just in a funk. I'm just like, ah. Yep. So, just like, I, I don't even want to turn on the PlayStation. I just, I don't. I'm just, not right now. I'll get back to it later. I think um, the next game that I really, really want to play anyway is Watch Dogs, and that doesn't come out for a while. So I might jump through some backlog stuff. But other than that, I'm just in this, man, y'all suck as an industry right now. And I don't feel like playing games. 30 days. Thir- sorry, 39 days. I'm just trying to decide where I want to play that. If I'm going to get it on PlayStation and then play it on PS5, if I'm going to play it on PC. Not quite sure yet. Haven't made a decision. I uh, need to have cross-buy. I, I, I got a bone to pick with you, Ubisoft. Why does the PS5 version come out two weeks later than the Xbox Series X version? That's a thing? They said so. Is that a thing? Yeah, yes, it's, it's on the Ubisoft store. Yeah, if so you go weird. to the Ubisoft store, it has the release date for Watch Dogs 5 on PS5 as <coughs> November, November 24th. Yeah. Don't know why. I mean, 
It is what it is. I, I, I blame PlayStation, honestly. I don't blame Ubisoft. I blame PlayStation for releasing all their stuff so late and probably not getting enough information to developers so they can actually have the stuff together in time. I mean, if we're being honest, the release date for Assassin's Creed was pushed up, but the countdown timer on my PlayStation hasn't moved. So it still says I can't download it until the 15th, but the release date is the 10th now. So again, I blame PlayStation. Get your shit. I mean, to be fair, Avengers did the same thing where like the countdown didn't move forward until like the final week, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. All right. We got a couple of questions. Let's jump right into those. See what the people are talking about. Our first question comes from Yard Sale Artist. It says, based on the game library alone, in your opinion, which PlayStation version is number one? I'm guessing they mean between PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4. Oof. Huh. That's a tough call. I'm going to go PS4. I'm going to tell you why. safe bet. Because I feel like all the games that on the previous libraries have been made for PS4 better. Mm -hmm. So it kind of feels like it's cheating. Like even like Final Fantasy VII Remake. (laughs) It kind of comes out like you got the Resident Evil 3 Remake. You got Resident Evil 2 Remake. It kind of feels like PS4 plus the games PS4 have in terms of God of War, Spider-Man, which is the definitive version of Spider-Man in terms of video gaming. You have Arkham yep. Knight, even though Arkham Knight isn't as good as the other ones, it's still good enough. You have Until Dawn. You got so many games that you can just pull from the PS4 library that's just incredible games. You have The Last of Us Remastered. You have The Last of Us 2. It's super good. It's incredible how yeah. good that that library is. Yep. I was going to lean towards PS2 until you brought up the fact that, yeah, they kind of revitalized a lot of their, like, great, great series on PS, PS4. So you've got, you know, God of War, but you've also got God of War 3 Remastered. You know, you, you've got Ratchet and Clank. You've, you've got Spider-Man. You've got so many iconic franchises plus, you know, remastered ones so like even like when you think about like all the batman games they were originally on ps3 but you have all of those remastered also on ps4 and arkham knight so you got the whole yeah. trilogy uh, 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 uh we don't have all the batman games we don't have I the best can, one origins is the best one at, at, at yeah origins is fantastic and it's not on ps4 and i am sad so I don't care about or- Orges. We, how, we don't even, I don't even how, Orges. How Just dare the, the you, Arkham, sir? The Arkham Asylum trilogy. That's, how that's dare you, sir? Origins Easily. is better than Origins is better than City. So, <sighs> yes, yes, absolutely. It's close. It's really it's close. I'm not gonna lie. It's really Origins is really good. My my favorite one is actually just Asylum. I like that one. City, if I, I had didn't care for as much, if I had to rank them personally, the Arkham games. Be Asylum, Origins, City, Night. I'd go... The the Batmobile just became long on the tooth, so... I hate that. I hate that Batmobile. Oh, my God. I don't want to... If I'm playing as Batman, I don't want to be using a tank for half the game. The Batmobile's bad. It's badly done. (laughs) I'd go City, Origins, um, Asylum, and Night. 
and City of Origins are like one and one B. <laughs> um, I, again, I'm gonna go with PS4 A because I'm the young and, and you know, <laughs> I can't really remember much of like PS2. Didn't really play a lot of PS1 because I was like five. <laughs> um, played plenty of Tony Hawk apparently at friends' houses. I didn't have a PS1. The only con- the only console I had when I was five was Super Nintendo. Great system. Um, fantastic system. Played played the heck Probably out my of favorite of all time. Played the heck out of Super Mario World. Um, but um, PS4 just because a got infamous second son with uh, you know Delson being essentially Peter Petrelli from Heroes. Um, yes, still maintain Heroes was really good. Um and Heroes was good until that damn writer strike. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm aware. First season is really good though. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Um, for those who aren't aware, because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that maybe didn't watch Heroes. Uh, Peter Petrelli is essentially a power leech. Um, anybody he touch who has powers, he gets them. Uh, until the third season when they nerf him and he can only hold <laughs> one at a time. Which, Which was, was dumb. dumb. <laughs> so stupid. It was stupid. Uh, and then so in Heroes stupid. Reborn, they killed my two favorite characters. They literally killed Peter and Claire in the Heroes Reborn thing. Or, I mean, technically, Claire can't die ever unless you leave something in her skull. But uh, her dad decided to do that because, I guess, they didn't want Hayden Panettiere or... Um, uh, I can't remember the actor who played Peter Petrelli's names, but he's in This Is Us now, so... Um, anywho, that was all a clusterfuck. Milo something. Yes, I know. I knew it was Milo, but I can't remember his last name. Um, unimportant. Anywho, uh, (laughs) that's that's essentially the same power Delvin Delson has. Um, so there's that. Uh, again, God of War got revitalized, and you know, brought a lot of people who didn't care about God of War, myself included, to the franchise. Um. You know, um, Uncharted 4 was a logical, like, upgrade in terms of gameplay and story for Uncharted. Um, and The Lost Legacy is fantastic. Uh, you know, Last of Us 2, even though I hate a particular character, we're not going to get into that because I'll go on a 30-minute rant. Um, (laughs) and, uh, you know, even though I particularly don't like doing the side stuff and will finish it so that I can make dev play the last of us part two on permadeath mode uh (laughs) ghosts is is a good story and you know an interesting turn of events for a character um especially interesting to see sucker punch go from making like sly cooper and infamous into a historical sort of because it's you know it's fictionalized because a game uh, but like a historical game set in Japan. Um, wow, I'm out of breath. <laughs> it's a great game. Um, great game. PS4, yeah, great yeah. library. And yeah, so. So there you have it, Yard Cell Artists. We're going to go with the PS4 based on all of its new IP and the revitalization of old IP. Next question comes from LSU23, and she says, Does anyone think the prices are too damn high? I mean, the original PS3 came out to retail at 600 I mean, so, I'm, uh, 
I'm going to assume they're not from the States because otherwise $500 is fine. I mean, we say that, but I mean, it's still half a grand for a console. Some people feel like that's, that's high, but that that's what the PS4 was when it launched. Was PS4 500? No, I thought it was 400. In Canada, it was 500. It had to be. No, here, yeah, I, can, I can tell you what the launch price here, for the PS4 Here was. was 399 It was 399 x- Xbox was 499 Exactly. It I'm certain of that. Because yep. they made a big deal about that. Mm-hmm. It was 399 Xbox was 499 And I think 500 is kind of expensive for a console. Um, <sighs> 399 I mean, is the sweet spot. prices... Yeah, yeah okay. $399 is the sweet spot. Any, it is. Anywho. And I mean, you look at if you're if you're going based on like traditional, if you go all the way back to like Nintendo, those were two hundred. But you know, if you adjust for you know inflation and all of that stuff, four hundred, five hundred seems about right. Um, it's a lot for our current time. I think when you really think about the pandemic and everything that's going on. I mean, 500 could feel like a lot, but if you go based on the fact that the pre-orders basically flew off shelves, and anytime they come back in stock, they sell right back out. Apparently, it's not too high. You know? I mean, also, I think it all just depends on where you're at. Also, in Canada, it's six twenty nine ninety nine for the disc version plus tax. Wow! So, you know, that was an Canadian expen- funny money. That was an expensive purchase to make on Thursday, but it did it. It's done. I don't have to worry. And the console comes out three days after my birthday in North America anyway. So. Happy birthday. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of high. I don't think that it's it's too bad. I think especially if you can get your hand on that unicorn 399 version. I think that's that's a great deal. And then you also like if you want to throw in the uh, Series X at 299 or the Series S at 299. I mean, you've got a great mix of prices that can fit pretty much anybody any gamer's budget i think when you really break it down and we were able to stay away from that 600 dollars price point where people were just like that's, that's that's yeah so, that would have been too yeah. much because six nine like uh 5.99 in the u.s would have made it 800 dollars plus tax here wow yeah even the 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 4.99 us even in like pounds is a lot more yeah so i think they they hit they hit it where they could i think this is definitely the sweet spot for gaming and like i said you you've got three different price points you got to get in where you fit in i think the prices are okay especially for the performance and stuff that you're going to get from these these uh systems because uh to be able to build the pc that does the same thing is going to be a lot more expensive so when you look at it that way as well it, it really makes the consoles look um, very affordable in comparison. So, that's what I think. Moving along. Our uh, next question comes from at Pip Boys. With the increase in game prices, do we think there will be pushback? What do you think, Delvin? Y'all, no, y'all pushing back? You pushing back on these prices? No, because everybody's weak. <laughs> nobody's nobody's <laughs> going to do what they say they're going to do. Like, we, we always sit there and Bitches complain about things being too high or companies not doing what they're supposed to do, and we still support them. Like, I give for example, I was complaining about the prices and I still bought NBA 2K. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's not, and it's just how it is. Like, unless people make a significant change, be like, you know what? No, we're not supporting this. Then it's going to stay the same. I will say this. Yeah. I do see this happening. You can't come with no BS game anymore in terms of like, you can't, I don't think you're going to be able to pull an anthem. I'll say that because yeah. you will definitely hear people's mouths now. You have to, if you're going to charge $10 more to $70 per game, you can't, you can't, you don't have the excuse to be like, all right, this game's not finished, but eight months down the line, it's going to be perfect. People are not going to be able to accept that like they were before because they're going to feel like, well, you're charging us more, so we should get more and we should get a better quality. They don't, they're yeah. not going to care that, hey, our, our production costs, people don't care about your production costs. We want what we want for the price that we want it for. We want quality. Nobody goes and sit there, like goes and buys a box of cereal and worry about the production cost of cereal. Are you it's, sure about that? I know some people who worry about the production cost of cereal. Who? As a consumer? Uh, I, I just meant as retail workers. So. Yeah, I don't count. <laughs> like, it's, all right. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any consumers who are going in and look, walking down the cereal aisle like, hmm, let me see. I don't know about the production cost of these yeah, Rice Krispies that, that, versus that. the production cost of this honeycomb. Yeah, that's I think I'm going to have to go with the honeycomb. Like, yeah. I just, I don't, that's not a realistic uh, thing. Us consumers don't care about how much it costs. Just make it a fair price for us to buy it and make it quality. And I if mean, you're going to yeah. raise the price, it better be quality. I uh plus we don't know how much these production costs are. It's not like, you know, with movies where you see how much it costs to make and then you see what it brings into the box office. We only ever see how much these games make. And yes. the numbers are typically astronomical. So when you want to throw in, oh, it costs so much to make, does it? Cuz we don't know. All we see is how much money y'all make on yeah. this on these games. We hear your Activision earnings call and see how much money y'all are raking in. And then and we're like laying off 800 about employees. This? And then yeah, we hear about like the bonuses. Like, yeah, get, get out of here. Um, so I, again, I, uh, this question came from my best friend. So um, I don't, I don't think there'll be pushback because a great example of this is the uh, boycott Modern Warfare Two um, group on Steam. Uh, they were boycotting Modern Warfare Two because didn't have dedicated servers on PC. Um, and then on the day of launch, they were all playing Modern Warfare Two. So <laughs> that entire group was playing Modern Warfare 2. Um, so they don't really work. Um, granted, it kind of sucks because games going up to 70 in the States means they're going to be $90 at base here. And then if you want the season pass, they're going to be almost $200. So, Wow. Yeah. I got to wonder if it is going to be 70 at the norm or if we're going to just going to see price points all over the place. Because you look at, for example, just like Sony's first party yeah. studio games, you've got Miles Morales, which is actually only 50. Oh, wow. And then you've got Unless Sag you want Boy. the ultimate well, edition. Like I said, it's just only it's 50. It starts at 50. Like, you want Miles Morales, you don't care about remastered Spider Man or anything, 50 bucks. You've got uh, the Sackboy Adventure the game or whatnot, which is 60. And then you've got Demon Souls, which is seventy. So you've got like a price range of games. So yeah, and we've also seen games like this gen that come out at twenty nine ninety nine. I think Ratchet and Clank was thirty nine ninety nine. So 
I think that you're going to see probably more of a range of prices than just everything being at 70. I think 70 might be the norm. And then I, I really wonder how that's going to factor into DLC and how people are going to actually feel when they're spending 70 bucks on games and then also having to spend additional money on DLC. The majority of the games coming out this fall are not 70 bucks. The majority of the games are actually still that regular $60 price because most of them are going to be on our current gen consoles and then you get the upgrade for the next gen with the, the exception of NBA 2K, uh, Call of Duty, and if you want the, the, the super edition of Miles Morales and then like Demon Souls. But other than that, everything else has been listed as our regular $59.99 price point. So I just got to wonder next year um, what the price points are going to look like. Are we actually going to see that 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 actual jump and push to 70? Is everybody's going to take Sony's lead and be like, yeah, we're making our game 70 bucks. And then how does that actually factor into the landscape of games? Are we going to see certain games come out at a smaller price point? It's still up in the air. I will say this. I don't, but yeah, I don't think there will be any pushback. At seventy bucks, I'm, willing, I'm not taking any chances for certain games. Like at sixty dollars, I'm like, I, gonna, I'll take a chance. You're not gonna buy Black Sad for seventy bucks. You know, you're not buying <laughs> Black Sad for seventy. Exactly. Like, <laughs> at, at sixty, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll take a chance once in a while. Seventy, absolutely not. I can't do it. So, so no Terminator at seventy bucks. We're not doing that. Not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I will say Terminator was yeah. a discounted game already. I think Terminator was $40. Yeah. I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing some of the digital-only games coming at a lower price point as well. I doubt it. Like, with everything, like, I'm trying to push the digital. Like, I'm wondering if we're going to finally start seeing that payoff that we were hoping to see with, like, you know, Steam games. Because PC games are typically already less expensive because there's no disc manufacturing like nobody's having having to make that stuff for retail it's literally just a digital download so they can cut that cost so i'm wondering if we might see anything like that for games that they're like yeah we're not making a physical release this is going to be all digital except for maybe we'll give limited run a contract to make some physical ones so i think it's still too early to tell our last question comes from a young man by the name of Delvin Jr. I don't know who that little bastard is. He asked, what is a wow. remake <laughs> or remaster of a game you would like to see? For him, he would love to see a remake of Persona 3, FES, Pokemon Black and White, and Sonic Adventure. Isn't that bad? So yeah. are there any remakes of a game that you would like to see that hasn't already been done, Haley? Yes, I mean I've said this all the time. Give me my infamous remaster. Um, but also, isn't Fire Emblem FES? Uh, sorry, not Fire Emblem. Uh, Persona Three FES, the one where you play as a girl. I think so. I know. Uh, because I mean, sure, I play that. Uh, it's the main reason I don't play uh, Persona now. I already went through high school as a boy. I don't want to do it again. I wasn't a boy. I never was a boy. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to go back through high school. I don't understand the appeal. That's fair. Um, if you <laughs> like Who infamous, that drama if, infamous remaster that? would be nice. Um, we kind of had one on PS3 for the PS2 games, but like a Sly Cooper, like full on remaster for the PS4 would be cool too. Um, I don't think we'll we'll see that. But um, and then this is a weird one. And it's kind of obscure. And it was an Xbox-only game, which I never understood. 
there was a Superman game for the Xbox, like the original Xbox, um, where Superman, where you like fought through Metropolis, ended up in the Phantom Zone at some point, fighting your way through that, then you know back on Earth, and it was really fun, and it allowed you to like play your own music off the Xbox system while playing it. So it was uh, it was really <laughs> a fun time. A remaster of that would be cool. Doubt that will ever happen because I don't think that game did well. Yeah. Oh, and one more. This one is also obscure, but the Ultimate Spider-Man game from PS2. From That's a great game. That probably will get one eventually, I think. People, I people like that game. I don't game. think so. I doubt it. I don't think they would just because like they're going a certain direction with Spider-Man already. Yeah. And I don't know what the licensing would be to remaster something like that as well. So Yeah. What about you, Dove? Anything you want to see remade that hasn't been? Well, I've said it thousands of times about Mass Effect, but that might that's actually probably gonna happen, they said. That's a thing. We know it's a thing. There's already listings for it on retailing. So I'm gonna say something completely different. I'm gonna say Parasite Eve. Mm. I would love to see a remake of Parasite Eve. I used to love that game series. It's a shame that Square Enix never went back to it, even with the third birthday, which I thought was pretty good. But Parasite Eve, RPG set in modern times, about monsters in a city, in a city landscape. Super cool, super interesting. I wish they make more games like that. Cool, that'd be cool. That definitely has a, a cult following that I think would definitely pick that up. For me, the only thing that I could think of that I'd want to see remastered remade, honestly, is Infamous. I can't think of anything else that I'd want to see. I don't even know if I would actually go back and play Infamous, to be perfectly honest. I typically just don't play remakes and remasters. The only thing that I ever really truly wanted to have remade was Final Fantasy VII, and I got that wish. Um, so I'm eagerly awaiting part two. Um, I, I can't think of anything else I really want to see. Again, give me that remaster of Infamous, and I will platinum both games again. I will be the absolute mad person who goes and does that, because that's over 600 blast shards to collect. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no. I don't know. I, I really like the Infamous games. I just don't know if I would have the desire to go back and play those games when... I'm going to be playing new stuff. Like I, I typically don't replay games. I don't really go back. I don't have time to play a lot of stuff. So for me, like it's cool. I like to see that stuff happen, but I'm, I'm moving forward. So I, uh, yeah. I also want to see a new infamous game at some point, especially considering spoilers for infamous second son. Just again, spoilers for infamous second son. If you don't want the spoilers, skip ahead. Although it's a game from 2014 at this point so you know that's kind of <laughs> on you if you haven't found yeah. out yet uh there is an audio file from one of the uh, dup soldiers in um infamous second son where it uh describes a certain uh bioterrorist body has gone missing um you know so where's cole mcgrath baby <laughs> heaven dead he is not dead he's dead he's not heaven dead Big baby Jesus. Somebody, yeah, somebody went grave robbing and stole his body. You know, that's not how that works at all. Especially considering Zeke was in the game. So, 
Yeah, Zeke got Zeke got lonely, missed his friend, went and dug up his body. That's not how that works, considering that was necrophilia. That's not how that works. Necrophilia. He got wasted and was missing his friend. And all right, wow, okay, we're moving on now. I don't want to hear a word about the end of that dead. specific N word. Thank you. No, we're moving on from that. Yeah, we are, because Cole's dead. No, Cole's dead. he's not. 100%. Cole is alive and well. He's gone. He's dead. Corpse. Alive and well. D dead. Corpse party. Delvin, please stop talking about fetch. corpses after you mentioned the N word. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that N word. <laughs> that N word I didn't say. It was obviously <laughs> everyone knows which one I'm talking about. I just don't want to say it. Shenanigans. <laughs> so with Cole being dead, let's. Get he into is some not of these dead. New stories. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Cannon, he's dead. He is not so dead. He's dead. He's dead. He is not dead. That's why they went, that's why they went with the, the game they went with. No, not at all. Yada, yada, yada. Dead. I can't he's hear you. Dead. Cole is alive and well. He's dead and God made sure of it. That fantasy. No, Delvin, yep. you need to stop talking about dead people. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is a dead person? I uh, I uh, I think you have a problem, sir. You need some psychological help. Well, that's clearly true. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> I love that. I love that gift so much. Uh. All right. So, our first story comes by way of a lot of different people posted about this, but um, in an interview with Jim Ryan. He says that Sony had considered a lower spec PS5, but decided it would be too problematic. Apparently, that is based on, you know, their research of how lower price systems have done. Um, What's weird about that is he's saying historically, when people put out like a lower end version of a system, they haven't done well. However... I can't think of any time that's ever been really done where it's like, we're going to give you the lower spec version of this, and then we're going to give you the high end. I mean, if you're thinking about like the 20 gig PlayStation versus the 60 gig PlayStation 3. Um, but other than that, I, I really don't understand how historically, you know, they would say that. So his quote is, based on our research, it's clear that people who buy a game console want to continue using it four or five, six, seven years. They want to believe that they have bought something that's future-proofed um, and going not going to be outdated. They want to have faith that they end up buying a new TV and their current console will be able to support the new 4K TV they consider not buying or whatnot. Um, but it's just really weird that they're saying that, you know, based on historical stuff that, you know, lower-end models haven't done well. So clearly Sony never planned on making like an S model to compete with the Xbox Series S. And this is their way of trying to spin it, in my opinion. I just, I don't think it would have become obsolete as fast as they think it would. I don't think that it would have been a bad thing necessarily. I know we've had developers out on Twitter say that, you know, having lower RAM and stuff like that makes it more difficult, but then you have plenty of other developers that say, no, it's not a problem at all. And then when you think about the PC landscape, it's not an issue at all. Like they have to be able to make games to work for, 
you know your super low end system and they make they make the game also work on freaking 4k 120 rtx ultra so i don't think it would have been an issue at all i just think that, that was never their idea they want to always have their their products as like boutique type items like that has always been sony sony doesn't make low-end stuff what do you guys think about this story you guys have any thoughts about bad guy sony at this point arrogant no. sony sony gonna sony at this point that was pr talk that's all it is. i uh i i assumed he was talking about the dreamcast and donnie went off on me so that was just pr jargon that's all it really was yeah yeah oh we don't make low-end consoles shut up and also like (laughs) just for clarification like he didn't go off he just asked why i assumed it was like why i assumed he was talking about he did not (laughs) um It's just the way I phrased it, which was bad. Um, Anywho, uh, he was just wondering why I thought it would be the Dreamcast. You know, I don't know, because it failed. Like, literally all of the Sega consoles pretty much failed. So, well, the Genesis didn't fail. Saturn failed. Dreamcast got just blown away by PlayStation. But Genesis didn't fail at all. But yeah, it's just crazy because, I mean... (laughs) To quote one thing that can be said is if you look at the history of the game business, creating a special lower price reduced spec, reduced spec console is something that had not had great results in the past. I don't understand what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> well, he's right. It hasn't I had don't... great results in the past because it hasn't been done in the past. <laughs> right. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? The only time we've actually seen this is this Series S. Like, it literally is set up to be a 1440p machine versus 4K. But beyond that, that it hasn't been done like are we talking like the 2ds versus the 3ds or something but even that sold like hotcakes so i i and, have no idea what the hell he's and, talking and about. even with that it was kind of like they made three they made the high end one first then they said hey here's the other one that's still high end we just took off the 3d it's not like yeah amazing it doesn't make any sense statement doesn't make any sense at all None. it's just pr lo- jargon talk there's never bad PR. Yeah, it's not like even if he were to say like, because the last generation consoles had something like this, but it really wasn't that. It was just you can either buy this Xbox with sixty gigabytes or twenty gigabytes. You can buy this PlayStation yeah. with sixty gigabytes or twenty gigabytes. It wasn't no different that system. Was, it was the same system. That was right. bad, by the way. The twenty gigabyte PS3. Oh my god. I, I was fine with that because you can change the hard drive. Yeah, so I didn't care. yeah, it wasn't an issue. Because the thing is, the 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 actual internals of the system were the same. The only thing that was lower was the hard drive size, but the the system was the same. Yeah, it didn't change the way the games played. So like, no. this is just a dumb comment. And I games mean, were also tiny as... in that generation because I yeah. think famously, uh, the Last of Us was thirteen gigs. That was it. That's all it was. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. It was it's dumb. It's it's a it's just it's bad PR. It's dumb PR. He should have left it as simply as we considered that option, but chose to go otherwise because it's not problematic. It's it's there's no historical context for it. It was it's just more bad PR. It was it was dumb. It was stupid. There was no need for them to even say that. The, the simple answer was we considered it but decided to go a different route. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Stupid arrogant sony Ugh. yeah speaking of stupid arrogant sony uh 
We got some large ass file sizes on these PS5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it has anything to do with them having to also make Be- these games work on a spinning hard drive um, or what. Because I, I know in the PC space, we've started to see a lot of games recommend a solid state SSD type hard drive. And they have started to be able to shave and cut down file sizes like Warframe, for example, is able to cut off 15 gigs um, in a new patch coming out. And they're also cutting off an additional like uh, 30 gigs like later on. I think they're doing it in like three steps where they're reducing their file size down to be able to take advantage of SSDs and have a smaller footprint. Um, So that is something that can be done. And I don't know if just holding on to the having the game have to work for a traditional hard drive is you know affecting it but either way um if you get the full ultimate edition of marvel's spider-man mozzarella it's going to be 105 gigabytes just, just just remember guys the ps5's ssd is 825 gigabytes now how much of that is reserved for the os yep Demon Souls is going to be 66 gigabytes. Big ass game. Yeah. Big ass game. I just. Uh, the Spider Man one makes sense. I mean, the Spider Man one also includes the remastered Spider Man from PS4 with a brand. like, mm-hmm. And again, I know you two don't care about trophies, but with a, a brand new trophy list that has new suits for Spider Man. Uh, remastered like like um, it's, it's two games character models and yes yeah um, but the thing is is this is what I'm concerned about with them making games for the games for PS5 also come out on PS4 because famously they had said hey we'll be able to like shave these down less like files needing to be duplicated but you're putting it on a spinning hard drive. Oh, so, a lot again. Like, How ironic. <laughs> yeah, and I mean to you know keep it you know hundred percent. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is only going to be seven gigabytes on, on PC. PC. Yeah. So oh. I can't wait to hear what the file size is for Call of Duty. Oh God, four hundred gigabytes. Yeah. Also, just until we find out. A, because photos of the PS5 came out, uh, I don't know where you're going to slot that drive that I'm you can expand sure. storage. I'm pretty sure one of the side panels is just going to pop off. M2 slots is literally just like a little boop, boop. It's like a little slot you just slide in. So I'm pretty sure you'll just be able to pop off a side panel and it won't be that big an issue. I'm hoping it'll, it'll be, be in the easier. instruction manual. Uh, granted, the size you'd need to make it reasonable to have that kind of extra storage space it's probably going to be super duper expensive (laughs) it might be um ssd prices and ram prices have actually started to come down some i think that we'll probably see a terabyte drive for probably somewhere between 100 and 150 um Uh, u.s american dollars yeah that leaked uh canadian money on the it's about 200 212 thousand um, but also right. like, <laughs> like a hundred dollars US if 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 let's say it comes in that low, it's about one hundred and fifty here, so it's, it's not too bad. But if it's one hundred and fifty, it's about two hundred. Anywho, 
the, what I'm trying to say is that leaked pricing for the Seagate, like, one terabyte expansion thing that you just, like, slot in for Xbox. To, mm-hmm. to Xbox, the leaked price for that was $219.99. Wow. It's possible. So. It's possible. I mean, I honestly, I, I don't know. Because there's, there's drives already that are faster than what's going on the PlayStation for, for PC. They yeah. are pretty expensive. But then you also have some that are pretty fast that are on, like I said, that 100 to $150 price range. And they're they're slowly climbing down. Like there's been um, a Western Digital 750 black drive that's been that's a, a terabyte drive that's been on sale for like the last two months like consistently always on sale for about 140 so it wow. is possible that like i said the, the prices of ram and storage are starting to come down so it is possible that once these things launch we might get the expansion drives from, yeah. like i said terabyte for about 100 150 is what i honestly see because like i'm the type like on on ps4 i have like 40 games installed and I go between them all the time and I don't need that for PS5 because realistically speaking I'm still looking for another job so I'll probably end up grabbing a couple here like I'll probably end up picking Hitman 3 up now ahead of time so it's paid for in January probably also pick up Immortals Phoenix Rising and Miles and then I'll have to probably wait until I can get a second job to pick any more games up which is fine because I'll have plenty to play um but, um, it's just, I don't only want to be able to have one game installed on the console at a time. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Cause I, I, cause I'm digital only. Like even with the disc drive, the disc drive is a bonus for me. Cause it means I can play my 4k Blu-rays in the machine, right? Like that's the one I wanted originally anyways. Granted, I had to pay the exorbitant price for it. But I can do that now. The the thing for me, though, is I still buy all my games digital because I'm lazy and don't want to get up to change discs. Even with the disc, the disc doesn't matter. The entire game installs in the hard drive. It runs yeah. off the actual hard drive. It doesn't run off that disc. The disc is just there to authorize you to play the game. Yeah, That's it. I, so the disc doesn't matter. So even if you buy the game on the disc, you're still installing that entire game to your hard drive. Uh, I know, but my point was... The disc at all. I mean, my point was is I don't want to get up to change discs to play a different game. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not buying yes. anything. I'm going to have a disc drive, but that disc drive will never get used because I don't even watch 4K Blu-rays. It's literally just going to be there just to be there because it was the easier system to get. Yeah. I'm not. Everything's going to be digital. All digital, baby. But, um, yeah, it's... it's. I, I think we will prayerfully start seeing smaller file sizes, but maybe not at launch and probably not while we're still holding on to... Last year, unless they really start developing like two completely different, you know, games, like you develop one and that's the whole idea of smart delivery. Thank you, Xbox, um, to be able to make sure that, okay, you've got the Series X. We'll give you this version of the game for the Series X. It hopefully has smaller file, si- file sizes and is able to take advantage of the SSD. Oh, you've got the Series S. Okay, you don't need the 4K assets. So here's an even smaller file size, you know. Hopefully, PlayStation can get on board and we can prayerfully start seeing some smaller file sizes because if day one, you get Miles Morales, you get Demon Souls, you get a couple of other games, that hard drive is going to get full really quick. And unless you're somebody yeah. like me who only plays one game at a time, um, you're going to run out of space and you're going to have to be constantly deleting and downloading. I mean, there are some people who that just doesn't bother, like Kevin, for example. Kevin has 
rocking with the original 500 gig drive on both Ooh. his PlayStation Ooh. and his and his S. And he reviews games, and he's like, I don't really. It doesn't really bother me to delete and download. I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't care. I'll delete a game and re-download it. I usually re-download games when I'm not at home. I just go to the website, push them to download, and by the time I get home and ready to play, they're already ready to go. Yeah, I game share, so, so I can't do that. If I hit the download button, they go to my best friend's console. So I yeah. will say this. It's not beneficial for me to do that because we have data caps here. <laughs> like, yeah, we, and, and it, yeah. Y'all and your data caps. I'm sorry. I'm sitting over here with my nice unlimited I don't have a data, data usage. It's really so. weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have one, but that's also another huge issue. And that's that's one of the reasons why I also think that like the game streaming and the cloud gaming is also gonna be kind of an issue when it comes to like people who are still dealing with data caps. And there are some people who still don't have, you know, broadband reliable high speed broadband. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also a whole different conversation. For a different Basically, podcast. Let's get some smart delivery type stuff. Let's get these file sizes to be a little bit smaller. Take advantage of the actual hardware that's inside and uh, just make life a little bit lighter for everybody. Moving right along, we uh, finally have word that uh, it is official. PS4, PS5 is backwards compatible with only PS4. It will not natively support PS1, PS2, or PS3. And this was in a uh, another uh, conversation uh, via Fumitsu with uh, Jim Ryan. He said that uh, we have 100 million players who are playing on PS4. So by developing compatibility with 99% of PS4 games, we thought everybody would like to play PS4 titles on the PS4 as well. But they are not working on natively for ps1 ps2 ps3 with the photo of why would anybody want to play this huh <sighs> what's that one percent uh probably, <laughs> right? you can't play. okay hold on hold on i can tell you what that one percent is pt is not going to play on your ps5 i can tell you that right now a because you can't okay. download it and b because uh i doubt you'll be able to transfer the file from your ps4 over to your ps5 so pt will not play so there's one game and probably Mm -hmm. and and again this has been stated before unless your game has been played by literally under a thousand people it is probably golden to be played on ps5 um because literally there's a couple of those stupid like here's a wallpaper game that changes but you're also playing pong at the same time those games probably aren't going to work on PS5. So Rattalika's just screwed. Then. No, no, no. Rattalika games are fine. Rattalika games are well-renowned. They're constantly in the top lists of, like... They're not at the top of the top lists, but they're on the top lists for downloads all the time because people want those easy Platinums. Yeah. I don't think that's the 1% actually at all. I think the 1% is stuff that is having issues with the PS4, the, the boost mode thing. I think that's the one percent where they're like, eh, these are kind of iffy because they can't boost the way they're supposed to with the PS5 architecture. I wouldn't even count PT because that's technically not an actual retail release game, so I wouldn't count that in the one percent either. I think the the one percent are just games that have a problem with the clock speed of the PS5 boosting them up. I don't think it'll be anything that anybody even notices. To be perfectly honest, I think pretty much everything will play. It's not going to be an issue. 
but people who are expecting that PS1, PS2, PS3 library to come natively, I just don't think Sony ever really had any real intentions of that. Nope. Um, PS Now will still be a thing that you can use for that. Unless they kill it off. Spin. Yeah, I don't think they will. I mean, they announced more games coming to it this like a couple of weeks ago or whatnot. I don't think they'll kill it off, especially with them consent continuing to support the PS4 for the next two, three, four, whatever years as they as they said. Um, PS Now is still part of that. I don't think that they will go ahead and just kill that. Uh, hopefully, they make some updates to it. But if you were looking forward to your uh, super old games and back catalog working on PS5, uh, Sony has another thing coming for you. Not happening. Sad but true. Did any of you, either one of you, did you like plan on, were you hoping for this at all? For, I knew that wouldn't PS2, happen. Two PS3 for, games? No. Uh, for, yeah. P, for PS3 or PS2 or one, no. But, you know, uh, again, they've said the, the PS5 version of Cyberpunk won't be available at launch. So instead, I'll just be paying, playing Cyberpunk on my PS5. So as a backwards compatible title so yeah yeah i mean i think there was a market for this i think there were people that were hoping for this um but i think honestly that market was not a huge huge you know piece of the pie it's like one of those oh type but i don't think it's really in the grand scheme of things i don't think it's that big yeah so just out of curiosity again because they've kind of mentioned this right if you're playing a ps4 game on the ps5 you have to use the dualshock 4 right i think they said you can i don't think they said you have to because that would be dumb because then it would i i say that it would be dumb but then again i wouldn't put it past sony at this point to be like oh you have to go out and buy a a dualshock i mean to to be fair i I have a dualshock 4 so you do, but there are plenty of there are people who will have a PS5 who never had a PS4, That's which is fair. why the whole PS Plus collection things is is a, is a thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you have to have a DualShock Four to play PS4 games. I think it's just an option. Okay. Yes, if I remember correctly, option, but it's an option, which goes into a whole other thing. Chris McCracken over on um, Married to the Games, he brought up a really good point. So we're talking about you we, you can't use the, the DualShock 4 to play these PS5 games because they've been made just to run on PS5 and take advantage of all the cool tech in the dual in the dual sense. But Miles Morales works on PS4. So why can't I use a DualShock to play it on PS5? Why do I have oh. to use a dual sense? If it works on the old system yeah. and it works on the new system, I should be able to use the old controller, right? It shouldn't matter, right? Just another thing that has me just like, God damn it, Sony. Lies. <laughs> I uh, just straight up. I mean, personally, just I want to use the new controller because like haptic feedback in the in the triggers and stuff. But yeah, like... I do too. I do too. I'm all about the new new. But again, it's 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 what you said. It was your messaging. Yeah. It's just a blatant like it's dumb. It's lies. It's like why would you say that? Because you, you had us believing. That all of these games were going to be PS5 only. Like I had to have a PS5 to play these games. Yeah, you uh, like, you, you don't really, you don't want to stop believing. Like that was your PR pitch. That wow, was your pitch to get okay. us into PS5. Like you were only going to be able to play these games on PS5, and that's why you need to use the DualSense. It's not going to be on PS4. It's only going to be on PS5. So you got to use the DualSense. Oh, wait, we lied. 
it's gonna be playable on PS4. I just so technically I should be able to play the backwards compatible version, right? With my DualSense, with my DualShock. I don't need I don't need the DualSense, right? I uh, damn it, Sony. I I made a good joke there, and you just went right past it. <laughs> I got it. Hey, I went into full Delvin rant mode. I'm sorry. That's fair. I'm just, I'm I said so I said you don't want to stop believing. Yeah. <laughs> great song. God damn it. It is uh, a great song. A singer in a smoky room. Y'all not going to come with the next part? Smoking no. Tea I, can't. No, like tea I sound like a dying cat. You don't want me to sing. Eh. You're supposed to... It doesn't matter. It's the call and that's response those, thing, Haley. Damn it. Come on. That's how those singers usually sound back in the 80s, too. Those power ballads. They sound like dying cats. Yeah. But a lot of them can't sing. Yeah. yeah some see, who can except, sing very well. Except if I sing, my mother shouts in the other room and ends up on a recording because she'll tell me to shut up because I sound like a dying cat. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Sony. Just. Oh, God. Just gonna move along before I start going into another rant. Yes. So our last story is more for an update to the bet between Haley and Delvin than oh, anything yeah. else. You, you, you mean but, the uh, game that's not coming out ever? Yeah. yeah. Beyond good and evil creator Michael Ansel has quit the video game industry to work in an <laughs> animal sanctuary. He quit. One hundred percent quit working for games. What the fuck is going on over there? Yeah, uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> Much like everybody else. Get your shit together. Uh, also, just, just pointing out, uh, for those who care about Rayman, it's dead. I'm sorry. You'll never see Rayman again. He just... He said, fuck it. I'm out. Uh, yeah. and also, I'm gonna go play with these birds. That's what he said. Right? <laughs> he left... Yeah. Apparently, he hasn't been directly involved with Beyond Good and Evil 2 for quite some time, and his departure apparently will not impact the game, but this game has also been in development since, like, 2012. Yeah, also, uh, press X to doubt. Um, so, also, shout out to leaving your game in development hell and just saying, fuck it, I'm out. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is never coming out, I'm very sorry. To everyone who wanted it, but it's never coming out. I mean, his quote is, uh, as for Beyond Good and Evil 2, he said, there's nothing to worry about. For many months now, the teams have been autonomous and their projects are going super well. Beautiful things to be seen soon. Press X to doubt. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> apparently he hasn't been involved with stuff for a while, so he just said, I'm out. I'm going to go play with these birds. I'm going to go be Tiger King, you know? I'm just going to keep making that L.A. Noir reference. Press X to doubt. <laughs> yeah. We boy, will see oh what happens. With we got till 2024. Yep. <laughs> that was the bet. Yeah. That that game is never coming out. I'm sorry. It's like Skull and Bones. That game is also never coming out. <laughs> but see, the difference is Skull and Bones should never come out. Yeah. Beyond good and Why, though? Everyone wanted Skull awesome. and Bones because it was supposed to be an online component to Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, which everybody loved for the pirate combat. But they I don't also. Know those people. I know one all... person who loved the pirate combat. I hated that shit. I hated the combat. See, the thing is, is I hated the naval combat in 3. It was alright for the first little part of 4. Then it just became tedious and annoying, and I was glad when it was out of Unity. Then, um. 
they brought it back for like a couple missions and origins and it was fine but i actually really enjoyed the ship combat in odyssey so huh. i have no desire to ever have ship combat again in life <laughs> i want that genre to die a fiery death and never rise from the ashes like a phoenix i mean granted the only assassin's creed platinum i do have is odyssey because i'm never good enough at stealth to get a hundred percent in the uh 100% this memory chain bullshit they added after bro after 2 so yeah i don't have an assassin's creed platinum because the game glitched and didn't give me the damn which which it game took away two trophies assassin's creed 2 which one there was a trophy for getting all of the uh well it's not two it's whatever the second one was yeah that's two yeah, I don't know what the hell it was called. Is it two? Yeah, cool. It, it, that's, they didn't that's start how those. Work. I'm just thinking about the Ezio trilogy. <laughs> yeah, they didn't start. I'm, like, I'm still salty at that. They, they didn't start the weird naming convention for Assassin's Creed until after two. It went AC. Okay. It went Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed two. Then it started doing like oh, yeah, Brotherhood, Brotherhood Revelations. Revelations. Yeah, oh, shit. yeah. So yeah, Assassin's Creed two. It was the trophy that glitched for me was collecting all the paintings. Um, oh. that glitched out for me so I couldn't get my platinum I was like you know what fuck platinum's forever I, uh, I live for this way to this day also what was the other one that glitched fuck. out on you um, it was the it was one where you had to I think it was successfully like chain 10 attacks or something like yeah, that yeah that's they've patched that now in like the remaster but also I don't expect you to go back and play that game replay uh, that shit but <laughs> but but also, I am so glad it was the paintings one and not the feathers, because that one would have made you even more angry. Um, yeah, I was just like, screw this. Platinum's, you're dead to me. I'm not, not doing this nonsense. So I don't have a Platinum <laughs> in a Assassin's Creed game, because I don't want one. Hey, I spent 200 hours in Assassin's Creed Odyssey and loved every minute of it, okay? I earned that nope. platinum with pride. Congratulations. I mean, y'all know my thing. If I can't platinum it when I beat the game, it ain't happening. I'm That's also going to platinum Valhalla because I know the mission sync stuff's not back. So, very excited that I get to platinum Valhalla. And, theoretically, I guess we'll find out in a couple months, I might be able to get that platinum twice. <laughs> Because PS4 and PS5 versions of the game, are they going to do what they did with Destiny or are they going to have separate trophy lists? Because if so, I'm very excited to have two Cyberpunk lists. Um, You're a platinum holic. There's no reason to have separate trophy lists whatsoever. Give me so the stupid. separate trophy lists. I love it. Give it all to me. You are a platinum holic and need to be put in the institution yeah. to fix your I have 37. addiction to platinum. Hey, you, you Get want... yourself some help. No, <laughs> if you want to go after someone with a lot of platinums, why don't you go after... Uh... <laughs> Cousin Caesar? Yes. Mike Fowler? Yeah. That man has a lot of platinums. Or Jared Orr. How about go after him? Yeah. I like not on Jared. my show, Haley. Uh, so Mike Fowler, I can snack Y'all just going to razz me because I like platinums, all right? Yeah, you've got a problem. Just like I, your alcoholism problem. Yes, wow. problem. Wow. All right. Cool. I drink maybe <laughs> once every six months. Don't sass and, me. And your flannel problem. <laughs> I'm gay. What do you want? What do you want? From I didn't me? know that I'm was gay. again. I didn't know that was I a thing. I know that was a thing. <laughs> All right. That does it for 
our our news. Our final topic, the big topic, is this whole flipping pre-order disaster. Sony has come out and apologizes for the entire PS5 pre-order mess and promises to have more stock over the next few days. They said, and quote, I quote, let's be honest, PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We apologize for that. You know what, Sony? Screw you. You could have done so much better. The whole, and pre-orders will be coming soon to select retailers. What the hell does that even mean? You could have said which select retailers. You could have partnered with the retailers to actually make sure that they held their dates or their times or anything. It could have been like, hey, we, I, I imagine that there had to have been something that went out to the retailers that said you can open up pre-orders after our press event, you know, and that's why the faucet turned on and pre-orders were a hot mess. Microsoft alternatively has said, hey, this is the pre-order date. This is the time. And if you do something else, you're going to pay a fine. There's going to be some kind of repercussions. Like they're like, we're going to get all of our stuff in a row because Sony, you're fucking up. You know, this pre-order kerfluffle was just horrible. Terrible. I mean, just, yeah. Oh my God. But also, the, uh, Walmart was the first one to put all the stuff up, and then everyone followed suit. Like, yes, it's totally Sony's fault, because they just, they were like, hey, we're going to give you, like, sufficient amount of time to be ready and go pre-order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was, the lies. and then, uh, shout out to Walmart going, make you wait, nah, it's up now, go nuts, and every other retailer followed suit. And, and it, again, we don't know if it was just a make you wait or if there was actually something that they had that said once the press event is over, that's when pre-orders go live. I have to assume that that is probably what it was because like not too long after the press event, I got an, I got a an email from Best Buy saying, hey, pre-orders are available now. I'm assuming that was always part of the contract, but it goes back to that whole Sony stuff. Hey, we'll let you know with plenty of time before pre-orders happen. Sony never let us know. Nope. No, you know no. who let us know? Jeff Keighley. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Keighley let us know. Oh, yeah. And then what? sometime after that, we got a blog post, but that was already way after the pre-orders had gone live. Why is Jeff Keighley the one feeding us all this information? Why are we having to get all of our information from third-party sources? Why do we have to know about pre-orders going up by having to make sure we have our notifications from Mario 64? Why do we have to find out what the launch games... Gamers. Why do we have to find out that what Miles Morales and Demon Souls are launch games from Jeff Keighley and not the show itself? Yeah, why did the show not say, hey, come to the blog for more details? You could have easily had a slide after the sizzle reel that announced the price before you ended the show that said, hey... And we have more information going live on our blog or just throwing a slide. The whole thing was digital. It's not like you were done with, you had like a time constraint. It's no. not like you had oh. a time block off. You could have threw another slide in there that had, here's the launch titles. Here's the select retailers. And here's the time the pre-orders are going up. You mean like, like how Ubisoft could have thrown in their apology video at the front of their Ubisoft forward instead of claiming they didn't have time. Oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> 
these people, this, 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 these are not live shows. It's not like you have a, a time, set time yeah. where you have to, these are our pre-recorded free done videos that you could easily edit that you could throw on a slider to. You could have just went ahead and added that, that apology video to either the beginning, the middle or the end of the show. You could have easily done that and had it all together and then say, we'll have it up in the VOD later. And they didn't even do that. The PS5 stuff where them having to pull down the Demon Souls thing because of the PS that also available on PC, apparently being human error. Yeah. Them not throwing in any of the additional information that we had to get leaked out from third parties. It finally went up in a blog post later about pre-orders being at select retailers that still were never mentioned. The the launch lineup, the, the all the stuff coming to PS4, that also was not in the conference. We had to hear that from third parties before they finally put up the blog post. It's just Sony's misinformation, the just blatant lies, the, the just what again feels like the PS3 era arrogance. You know, I understand it. I get it. From a business standpoint, you have a hundred million PS4s. You have a hundred million consumers that already have a PS4 <laughs> and you want to still be able to support them and get them these PS4 games as well. That's great. You know, from, from a consumer side, you know, that's amazing. You want to continue to support them and continue to give that, that, that base and then have this cross platform thing. Personally, I don't care. I don't want that. I'm going to go with the PS five. I believed in generations. Sony, you lied to me. You told me you did too. And that is not the case. Craziness. I don't Just, feel like I have to say anything. Dev said anything uh, no. I want to say. I want to hear the rant that I know you had. I want to hear it, but also I don't have a, I don't have a rant because Dev said everything eloquently and perfectly. I can't d- deny anything Dev said there. It's just no, not even if I everything mad, I feel. But not even if I make you say fuck you again by mentioning that I again <laughs> have a pre-order and you do not. So I want to hear your rant, uh-huh. sir, that I know you had building. I, I don't have a rant because it's just, this is just something we've been saying this for damn near, what, over a year now. Actually, yeah, because well, this, is, this is episode 52. That it is. Yeah. We've been saying this over a year now, the same thing. Why haven't they announced the price? Why haven't they announced the date? Why haven't they announced the price? Why haven't they announced the date? And the, the thing we've been caping for throughout this whole year, Sony has to have a plan. Sony knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Sony has mm-hmm. an idea what they're doing. They're going to say it when they're going to say it. Then it comes to find out they didn't have a plan. They don't know what they're doing. They just shit mm-hmm. this out for us to just eat. Like, hey, here's this bowl of shit. Eat it and enjoy it. And oh, yeah, this, this apology came, but exactly. It's gross what they did. Nothing about this is cool. And this, this apology feels hollow. It's hollow because... Oh, yeah. They had ample time and opportunity to make sure this didn't happen. These consoles are coming out very soon. You have plenty of time to organize this in a way, even with the pandemic. You have the keys to this. You have all the ability to put your message out there the way you want it to be put out there and to handle all these things so a situation like this doesn't happen. And you categorically failed in that. This is a situation where you can say you can blame E3 or anybody else for making a mistake. 
You make the mistake. Even if you want to say, okay, the retailers jumped the gun too early. You have the power to do something about that. You have the power to punish retailers for doing that. You have to you set the standard for what happens. You're Sony. <laughs> this, is not, this is not us doing this. This yeah. is Sony, a multi-billion dollar corporation. You can tell these retailers, hey, if you do X, Y, and Z, this is going to happen. You're fucking up yep. our money. You're making us look bad because when these retailers drop this, the, the prices and stuff, the pre-orders early, people didn't look at the retailers. They looked at Sony. Mm-hmm. They didn't say, hey, Walmart, why are you jumping the gun so soon? They said, hey, Sony, why I can't pre-order my shit? Yeah. Simple as that. And they blew it. We, I'm not making any excuses for them at all for this. They got to hold this L. They messed up. They, they need to put out marketing. They need to put out something saying, hey, we if you don't get, if they want to do pre-orders that night, they should have said straight up there, we're doing pre-orders at this moment in time. We understand not everybody's going to get one, but we're going to put out pre-orders every week until we make sure all our people get what they want to get. Yeah. And the whole BS behind the, the lottery thing is even more stupider. Oh because it's God. it's just a rhyme. It's no rhyme or reason of who gets one or who who doesn't get the magic ticket to get a, the pre-order PlayStation 5. Like, some people were saying, oh, it's, it's depending on how many platinum trophies you get. Or is it depending on how much money it's you spend ab- in places? It's absolutely not, because let me point it's out... It's really just a lottery. Yes. It, it, it's just a lottery. Because it's, let, me, let me point out, Greg Miller didn't get an email from Sony, and he's like their staunchest defender, but Fran Mirabella, who has literally no Platinums, got one. So. Yeah, it's truly just a lottery, which just also just is dumb. There was no reason yes. to do that. Like, yes, I and it, just, it, uh, it, it, it drives me crazy. I see articles saying it's based off of how much income you spend. I spent probably ten thousand dollars in the PlayStation Store, maybe this year. That's I spent uh, a lot. That's excessive, spent, sir. If you look at if you look at my the games I bought on PlayStation Store, it is an, an insane amount. Yeah, like, if you look at my total lifetime money spent on the PlayStation Store, it's probably close to like fifteen thousand. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. So I have a. Yeah, it's no excuse for this. This is idiocracy. It's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense how they botched this so bad. How so far, we don't know yet till Xbox launches their pre- pre orders. How so far Xbox has gotten all this messaging right. Yeah. Even their response I mean, to the Sony thing were like, hey, we're going to let hey, you guys know this time and this time when pre orders open. Even their response to their, own, to their own info leak. Where, yeah, at first they tweeted out the stupid image of the puppet that, like, is looking I like... I love that image. <laughs> that mm-hmm. image makes me laugh all the time. But they're like, oh. um, And then they just tweeted out the information. They handled that better than I guarantee you Sony would have if it leaked. Sony would have just Absolutely. stayed quiet as hell. Absolutely. And even if it is difficult to get a pre-order for the Xboxes, at least you know when the pre-orders are going. At least it's going to be after retail opens, so you can decide to go line up if you want to, where you did not have that option for PS5. They, they, they promised. It's real simple. Their quote, it's safe to say we will let you know when pre-orders happen. It's not going to happen within a minute's notice. Lies. The blog post said, or Sony tweeted, hey, pre-orders will be going live tomorrow. Two hours later, 
Walmart kicked off the pre-order spree. That's bullshit. Yeah. That Sony has just dug themselves a grave. They have, and, they have dug a hole and they need to climb out of it. The sad part is we're all going to get PS5s. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The, the, the thing about it is no matter how bad this terrible messaging is, it's not going to matter when the PS5 comes out. Nope, not at all. Because people are going to buy it anyway. Everybody, I'm very I mean, excited. I mean, look at it. Everybody so, is still scrambling trying to get pre-orders for this system. Everybody is still super excited to play. PS5, is, PS5 has been trending on Twitter since Thursday. Yeah. So. And, I mean, they say all press is good press, right? Well, Sony just gave themselves a shit ton of press. And while it may, we're all pissed off. We still have pre-orders. We're still going to be playing their games. We're still going to be playing their systems. We're still going to be doing this podcast. As irritated and as salty as we are, we still have love for PlayStation and want to play those games because in the end of it, it's still really just about, I want to play these damn games. I'm pissed off and salty as hell as the way it goes, but if I get a chance to do it, I'm going to be playing these games at launch, right? Yeah. Sony, we deserve better as your consumers. That That's basically what this boils down to for me. As somebody who enjoys the PlayStation ecosystem, somebody who loves to play on PlayStation, loves the PlayStation, you know, exclusives, as you can see by the shirt, you know, I've been to PSX. I love PlayStation. Um, I will be playing their games. I, I'm buying a PS5, not for third party games. I'm buying a PS5 to play these PlayStation exclusives that I have grown to love. And as a consumer, I just wish you would have done better. You could have done better. We deserved better. Get your shit together, Sony. Hey. Yes. I got nothing left. <laughs> Me neither. My tank is empty. And I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. What's so, cooking, uh, That's going to do it for episode oh, yeah, I got two. It's been a year, guys. It's been a year. We've been doing yeah. this for a year. Yay. Cheers to more. <laughs> I got to say this. We have a sixth chair. You know, and that's Haley's fly. Because every week for 52 weeks, I have seen this fly <laughs> on this show. And I don't know why uh, it keeps showing up. Uh, yeah, pretty much the building I live in has a fucking problem with them. And no matter what we do, we can't fucking get rid of them. So, I, uh, hi, welcome to my life. Please cut me into pieces. Whatever that Papa Roach song is or whatnot. I don't remember the lyrics to it right now. Um, what... The point being is we've tried everything to get rid of them, and they just keep coming back. So, somebody in that building is dead. Station. <laughs> somebody in that building is dead. <laughs> Y'all need to check some of these apartment buildings. I mean, would not surprise me. <laughs> I have. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, I know that we're not like an anime show or whatnot, but there's an anime called Helsing uh, Ultimate, which is. Vampires fighting Nazis. It's very you good. Told us about this one. Yes, I know. But I there's remember. you guys remember the team four star that did like Yu-Gi-Oh abridged and whatnot? I've heard of that. I never watched it. No. So essentially no, the gist of it is that they just like dub over the episodes and say stupid shit. Um they did the same thing for Helsing Ultimate, and one of the episodes of Helsing Ultimate that's not like 
Team Four Star, uh, the main character goes through a wall and starts talking to people and scares the shit out of them. And they, on in their ultimate abridged thing, they're like, "Hey, kids, want to see a dead body?" <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Before we develop, we delve into the anime only podcast and go even further off the rails. That must not happen. Yeah. One day, maybe one day we'll have an anime episode. Who knows? But um. That does it for real for episode 52. It's been a year of the PlayStation experience. We hope you guys have enjoyed this year and are going to ride with us for however much longer we do this show. The uh, the um, shenanigans that ensue. Yes, Lord. Speaking so, of, uh, Delvin, please. are you going to watch Bit today like you said? Oh, my God. No. Yeah, I think I am. Nice. Oh, goodness. I think I might have some time. It's pretty much every show, aren't we? Always, because I will always, I will literally always point out Transrap. I know, again, PlayStation Show. Please go play. uh, Don't tell tell me why. Tell me why. Yeah, please please go play that. Like, it's good trans representation. Like, literally. Like, I'm waiting until I get an Xbox console. I could play it on my PC, but I don't want to. I want to play it on my TV. I will wait until I get an Xbox console, even if that means I can't play it until next year. But please, it is good trans rep. Like, go play it. It's fantastic. And so is Bit. Because the only way, like, this is a this isn't a spoiler for the movie, but the only way you know that the main character in Bit is trans is if you know who the actor is. And there's one conversation that a lot of trans people will recognize is like, hey, this is like a nod. But other than that, they never tell you that the main character in Bit is trans. So, huh? Like that's good rep. Like it's really good. So, yeah, look up something. I remember you saying awesome. it's on Prime. Yes, it is on Prime Video. It's also on Vudu, uh, iTunes, and I be- it's on Google Play here in Canada. I don't know about in the states. Um, it's, it's it's really good. It's, it's, it. all, Go watch it's, all, it's also cheap. It's like. It was six ninety nine for me to buy, so awesome. Well, please feel free to holler at us and give us a follow over <laughs> on the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Stop by the blog at psvg.blog or over on our Discord at psvg.blog/discord and join us in all the shenanigans going on over there. It is pretty lit in our Discord as of late just because we have so much happening in the video game space, whether you're a fan of PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, PC. If you like movies and TV, we have a channel for you. So stop by there and just enjoy the shenanigans. Last but not least, we want to invite you to be a part of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash PSVG. If you enjoy our content here at PSVG, there's a slew of additional content to be had for just $3 a month. Um, and with that, we'd like to give a special thank you to all of our Patreon producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bone Saab or Bone, Chris McElfrish, myself, Kyle Hyman, uh, Paul Calico, Michael Masick, Zach the Asian, Bradshaw, Nick Fall Harbor, Rob Emanuel, and Rude Days93. Thank you for joining us in the journey that is PSVG. Uh, With that, one of the good, one of the brand new Patreon shows that also comes to like free feeds a week later is a uh, decade of horror. Like that, that show is yeah. really good. Great show. Um, yeah. Yep. I think uh, episode two just went live. 2011 went live on from our, the our public our, feed. Yeah. 
yeah. our public feed. Um, but I believe those shows usually go a week earlier. Yeah, uh, on, actually, on Patreon. While we were recording, I got the email that on the Patreon feed, um, episode three is out. So, two thousand twelve. Yep. So yeah, we've got that. We've got the decade of horror show. We've got uh, strong style with Delvin and Donnie. If you love the wrestling. We have our shenanigans, just regular DLC shows. We have basically Exhausted, the Fast everybody. and Furious. Exhausted, yeah. So we, we've got a little bit of something for everybody. I think there are like 83 episodes of DLC. Yeah. So once you drop in that $3, you've got an additional 83 episodes of PSVG doing what PSVG does. Check it out. So with that, where can the people find you, Haley? Find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Uh, you can find me on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Um, and also, again, I know I said I was going to stream The Last of Us. I just haven't really felt like it, if I'm being honest. And not because I don't want to play it. Like, I, I want that trophy for permadeath. Uh, y'all know I do. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's more or less I just haven't felt the energy to stream. So, I, again, I don't really have a schedule. I will stream it at some point. I won't play it without streaming it because a I already have a full playthrough of The Last of Us One on my YouTube channel. May as well get The Last of Us Two up there. Uh, also, Sony, if you copyright claim my videos again, I'm gonna get mad. So, just <laughs> ju- just just so we that we're putting that out there. Clear. Um, other than that, uh, please watch Bit. There you go. And the man of a million podcasts, Mr. Delvin Cox. Where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Devil underscore Cox. Check out the Devil Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts at. And check out Transformers, the movie from 86. Because it's a fantastic movie. It's a great movie. Well, she said, she said bit. So I said, hey, I'm going to say a movie I like. Transformers, the movie from 1986. Optimus Prime. Nothing wrong with that. One of the coolest moments in cartoon history. Yeah. I, I, I watch that movie at least once a week because my son absolutely if, loves it. If you want to watch Your bad Transformers, go watch Revenge of the Fallen. That's some bad Transformers. My <laughs> wife loves that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. The only good live-action Transformers movie is the first one. Yeah. That, honestly, Revenge of the Fallen is what got my son into Transformers because my wife loves it so much. She sat him down one day had him watch that with her and then told him that your dad has a whole lot of other transformers cartoons and stuff and that are better again the love affair with transformers so he did he see the netflix series transformers oh yeah, yeah there's, a, there's it. the, it's a little too it's a little too too over the top for him because he's four so yeah like, that series it's, is just it's hard I mean, but this, he loves the original run of the cartoon yeah that new netflix series Great. is actually done by rooster teeth so oh it is yeah, it's yeah. It's, done, it's done by Rooster Teeth's animation department. So, yeah, they I like it a lot. Though. They didn't get the right out. They didn't get the right Optimus Prime. They screwed up. Just gonna say that. I mean, I don't like I Megatron's watched, voice. I haven't watched it. So. Me either. Yeah. So, yeah, you can find me at Dat Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere. Check me out on the Discord. Holler at me on Twitter. Check out the Game Tech Podcast. We just had our episode five released a couple weeks ago. We're going to have another one real soon for you guys. Um, and yeah, just holler at me on Twitter. That's where I spend a lot of time. Or come check me out in the Discord. And with that... Oh, also, please please tell uh, Dev to, to watch 21 Jump Street with uh, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. 
No. I'm not watching that. Go I'm watch not. the original 21 Jump Street with Johnny Depp. Thank you. Ew. Thank you. Johnny Depp's awful. That's a lie. Why is he awful? I, I mean, he's an awful human being, so. That's that. No, he's great. Johnny Depp's cool. I think he's Edward Scissorhands, man. Okay. He beat the crap out of his <laughs> wife. I've so, heard. Isn't it the opposite? It is, yeah, not I've heard the, the opposite. it is not the opposite. It is literally not the opposite. Please look it up. We're not. We're we're not. We're not. We're yeah. not going into that. Okay. At all. Yeah. We're not going there. <laughs> this is a PlayStation podcast. <laughs> Long shenanigans. Play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network.